nice multi for Saturday. So thought in the first, as I mentioned, uh, that at the Meadows. First at the Meadows, Star Blazer uh, will go for top two. Yep. And then the four, who I think will lead the race to to run top four. Yep. And we'll throw in number five to run top four as well, out of the Jason Thompson kennel. There's nothing on it. Coming up the back straight and Dr. Tucker, the leader, streaked away. It's eight, ten lengths out in front, Dustification, followed by Star Blazer, Rock on John, and very wide out, Malaya Bar. In the straight, though, Dr. Tucker clear. Dr. Tucker won by five. Star Blazer up for second, tight for third, Dustification, Rock on John. Behind them then would have been Estrella Star, followed by Fernando Cass. Uh, at the Meadows, race 12, number one, Bobby the Brute. Price? Uh, around the even money mark. Ding, ding, ding. Turning though, so one act of fear here, and Bobby the Brute's going to bolt in. Bobby the Brute scored by 10. Who have you got for a shagster? Looking at Razor Sharp in race four, box two, Meadows. And Bars Plum Jam coming up the turn. Razor Sharp drove up on the inside of Arakia Lady, turning for home. Razor Sharp got up on the inside, took the lead. And the favourite Razor Sharp by a length and a half to turn of Arakia Lady. Juicy, the non-chasers multi. I'm going to kick us off. My leg, my favourite selection. Number four, you tell me to place. Just needs to place. By Dinah Robbie around the outside. You tell me is hanging on. Got Yolo Bale on the inside. Got Yolo Bale got through and beat you. Tell me, followed by Dinah Robbie. I'm going to go with Tommy Shelby. It's uh, also a dollar thirty to place. Look at Tommy Shelby go down the back. Race clear out by ten lengths in second. Fernando Star all zipped up. Then followed by Jetta One behind them. Withers Manelli as they swing out of the corner. Tommy Shelby's nicely clear. He's going to race into the Derby final four. Steve Withers and Tommy Shelby wins by four. Fernando Star. Mine's at the Meadows, race six, uh, Faithy Bale. But coming up to the turn, it's still Ryko Boss, the leader, leading. Coming to the outside, there came Faithy Bale as they swing the bend. Ryko Boss, Faithy Bale. They hit it, I think Faithy Bale, right on the line from Ryko Boss, but nothing in it. Woof, woof, woof. Look at that. A nice little montage just to start us into the day. Another episode of the Non-Chaser. We're all here to pin the tail on the greyhound again. Gentlemen, how are we? After the first little week, we, we went all right last week. Good morning, Paddy. How are you? Oh, top of the morning. I'm your host, Paddy. And Gunnar, you doing all good? I'm good, mate. Uh, so we've um, we've gone to a new audience last week and they must be thinking, geez, these blokes uh, tip winners for fun. Um, let me tell you, you're in for a ride. <laughs> Credibility. You just quash it down. We built it up over the first three minutes. And then you've gone just cracking it off at the knees. <laughs> Ken Wardo, the great artist, Hope. From Scotland. Well, How are you, mate? How's it going? Um, oh, love that succinct. I, I, I like the montage there where, like, Shaggers putting up same race multis, multiple winners, <laughs> and you've just quoted me saying Tommy Shelby at $1.30 to place. <laughs> I, I just want to let the listeners know that that was a part of a, a multi we did that was good value, and then it came up. There was a, there was a $4 or multi with, like, $1.30 shots in it, and it mm. came up, so... And- Boy, did it come up. Non-chasers multi got the chocolates. A few people texting me on Saturday night going, oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> Non-chasers multi's got got Don't legs. What a, what a sensational little multi that was. And it will be back this week. Shagger. Man, we've heard your voice a little bit in on that montage. How are you? You left one out. But, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, not to worry. No, yeah, going well. Thanks. How how's, how's the audacity for the shags? He's going... <laughs> Which one did he leave out? Simon told Helen. Got oh, up the, the biggest one of the lot. Pissed in last night. Nah, that was, wrong. that was uh, that was all money for old rope. Simon told Helen that was always going to win, so we didn't have to put that one in the montage. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Harrison Dawson, last night Thursday night at Sandown, Simon told Helen just got it done way too easily. Old Shagger. Yeah, he was very impressive. Um, he's 
back in red hot form and uh, look out for the rest of the year. Beautiful. And another raft of Sandown Cup heats, which we'll get to a little bit shortly. Our guest also will uh, feature predominantly around the Sandown Cup heats. I'll tease him and I'll say it's the non-chaser's first international guest. This bloke's sitting somewhere and it's 12.30 in the morning right now <laughs> waiting for us to call in. That's the life, isn't it? Um, tip off the top. We like to do this. There's a race going when this will be playing on SEN track in a couple of minutes at Geelong. I believe it's race 10. Shagger, what do you got for us? A little little tip off the top, we call it. Race 10 at Geelong, jumping very soon. Barrelin Pearl, box seven. So thought it probably leads that, or at least shows good early pace in that race and hopefully can get across. Uh, Tyrone Bale might show a little bit of cheek early, but uh, yeah, I think the seven gets the job done there. I, I like that. Good segment. Tip off the top. Rolls off the tongue pretty yep. well. And if hopefully it, it wins. If it gets up, they'll probably listen to the rest of our dross. <laughs> and if it doesn't, they'll probably turn over to 3OW. Neil Mitchell repeats. <laughs> Show me the money. It's our favourite segment. It's the, the segment which lived strongest throughout the isolation period. Um, obviously, daily we were coming to you. But last week was the first time we went back to our proper uh, Show Me The Money segment. My selection... Of you tell me. Now, we heard in the montage there, ran a drum, was very, very unlucky not to get the chocolates. Lost by about a short half head. But, uh, you know, I was near, near or thereabouts. Who did you go with, Gunnar? Have we already heard it? Yeah, we've heard it. Bobby the Brute. And it won well. It did. Ten lengths. Yep. <laughs> it was quite rude. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> bullied the rest of it. Kenny, you were very close. Very, very close. And you put up a nice, juicy tip at around the 480 mark. Came into 260, am I right? I think he drifted out a bit again. I think it would off maybe 380, but the okay. price shortened <laughs> up. I mean, we got the value. You got the value at 480. Um, Tell us what happened. But it was a value loser, unfortunately. Um, it was Aeroplane Eric in the WA Derby heats of Cannington. He ran a blinder. He still ended up doing 2970, but he got chased home by Red Cap Minnelli, who's looking like a rising, staying star. He absolutely flew home and just didn't quite get there for us, so second. So second. Oh. Second club. Eric. You don't it's a name that's sort of gone by the wayside, Eric, isn't it? You don't don't see or meet too many Eric's anymore. No. No, you don't. It's an unusual name. Nice input there, Gunnar. Very good. <laughs> Jagger, your show me the money selection last yeah. week. Uh razor sharp and yep. got the job done. Too easy. So two wins, two seconds to uh, kick us off on SEN track. Not bad. Not bad at all gentlemen. Um, another little segment which we didn't have last week, which has been a long time. We've got a lot of segments. We can't fit them all in. We can't fit them all in, but this one is a little specialty. When we call it Cat Dog. Oh, Cat Dog. Cat. One fun day with a wolf and a purr, a baby was born and it caused a little stir. No blue bugger, no three eyed frog, just a feline canine, little cat dog. Cat Dog. Cat Dog. Alone in the world was a little cat dog. Dog. And you hear the dog. stinger play there in the background for all those nostalgic uh, greyhound listeners. If you used to tune into the old Nickelodeon and watch a little bit of cat dog, this is the great segment. This is how it works. We find a dog which has won a race in its past. So, you know, it's qualified and it's a, it's a dog and it's, it's pretty handy. But since winning, it just has struggled to find the winner's check ever since. So it's, a, it's become a cat dog. It's no good. It can't, can't win anymore. So 
Without further ado, Gunner, who's a cat dog amongst the ranks? Just has won a race, but just can't get near it now. Well, I'm going to combine a couple of segments here, and oh. I'm going to go for a boom cat dog. Oh. <laughs> Very nice. So this boom is dog, of course, a young upper and comer. So you're really contradicting a bit yeah, of a conflict so of interest this here is an up, This is an up and coming cat dog, uh, you might say. Um, found one here that is uh, racing at uh, Warrigal, I think. Uh, Tonight, and uh, it's called Why Woodley, and it's had 31 starts, and it won its fourth race, and hasn't saluted since, and has knocked up uh, 12 placings overall. So, uh, Why Woodley needs to uh, lift and uh, mm. get itself out of the cat cat dog arena. That's that's all right, but there's better <laughs> cat dogs out there. There I, are, I, but I'm, we set a very high benchmark last it, year. I we think, did. I think Paddy. Um, Blew us out of the water early on with his cat dog. So yeah. now I'm trying to find inventive ways to keep the segment relevant. Yeah, that Paddy not being me, unfortunately. There's another Paddy we had on for a few fleeting moments before he decided that being back in Ireland was more his jam. He found a dog which had won a race and then struggled to find another one for 91 starts. Yep. Now that is the sort of cat dog stuff that we're talking about. So if you feel like you've got a cat dog, cat dog. message us in or tweet us at sportsbet.com.au and, and let us know and we'll read out um, any old cat dogs. You boys don't have one by any chance? Shaggy doesn't roll with that, that sort of that sort of joke, uh, does he? <laughs> and by, by the way, we, we love all the dogs. They're, they're all handsome and beautiful Absolutely. creatures and, and we'd give any of them a tickle behind the ear. So Absolutely. we're just having a little bit of fun. Yeah, if you please don't take it to heart. It's just, uh, it's just the way we roll here on the NCers, on Chasers. Is it a oh, no, we're getting into the brief version now. I'm not sure about that. Um, quick breather on and on Chasers. We'll settle ourselves up for our guest and uh, we'll see you shortly. All right, welcome back to the non-chasers. If you're in your car at the moment and Burrell and Pearl has just uh, saluted at Geelong, then woohoo. If woo-hoo. not, then... Uh, The beauty of pre-recording sometimes. Um, Gentlemen, we have a man on the phone who is sitting there in his bedroom at 12.30 in the morning. This bookmakers over there in England are scared of this man. The words David Mitchell are murmured around the uh, greyhound industry and the bookies go, Christ, this is scary (laughs) stuff. Um, We've got him on the line. He's the co-founder of Blue Tick Syndications, which syndicated a dog which had a run in a a Sandown Cup heat last night. We'll get to that. He is a greyhound tipster who is known to many over in London, a first international guest on the non-chasers here on SEN Track. David, we got you there, mate. Thanks, uh, Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. We'll get the we'll get straight to it. Captain Dynamite last night, um, unfortunately, didn't have the the run that you were so hoping. But just tell us a little bit about the story of how you went from a greyhound tipster in England, and all of a sudden you're bringing and presenting a dog to the Sandown Cup heats to arguably win one of Australia's most prestigious races. Well, it's uh, it's a bit of a journey over the past twelve months, to be honest. I mean, really, at the the very beginning, it started because. We tried to uh, bring an Australian dog over for the English Derby, and with the prize money being so good in Australia, it just wasn't feasible financially. So in the end, we kind of thought, well, you know, we'll just buy a dog in Australia. And we ended up buying three, and Captain Dynamite was one of them. And then the story goes, Captain Dynamite, and he's just got better and better and better, and then ended up in the uh, in the in the big one. But yeah, he got a he got a bit of an injury yesterday. He will be back. It's just uh, one of those setbacks. Yeah, unfortunate um, what happened last night, David. Unfortunately, that's uh, just part of racing, as I'm, I'm sure you're well aware of, given your 
given your background. Uh, where do you think Captain Dynamite might get to long term? You obviously got some big plans for him. Um, last night didn't go to plan, but there's plenty of rich staying races right around the country for him. Obviously, we're just kind of waiting to see how bad the injury is. At that first inspection, it doesn't look too bad. Um, he was stood down for seven days, but we'll probably give him a lot longer to, to recover then. We'll take it from there, really. I would like to think he was more of a speed star type of dog um, in with one other dog. I, I honestly think he's, he's really, really special. And uh, when it comes to 700 metres, I don't think there's many dogs uh, around Victoria that can keep up with him when he's, when he's on form and firing. You mentioned the speed star there. I don't think there's a dog in this country that he couldn't run down one-on-one. Definitely, once he's back in top form, I think he's better than anything else. Everybody's seen the videos of him off the front, going 10 lengths clear and quickening, quickening off. But we actually think he's a better dog when he's got something to aim at. And uh, I would agree. You've seen his run home time over 595. Uh, Big Floyd told me there's not a dog that he's seen run home in that kind of time. Uh, I, would, I would have to agree with you. I can't see any dog over that kind of distance, 700 metres, just living with him. Yeah, that, that was a special run at the Meadows. It, it caught Shagger's eye that night. He put him up as one of our boom dogs, which is uh, one of our dogs for the future. Um, I think that's when he caught Australia's attention. He's gathered a massive following since then. Um, you were just touching on there about the uh, not being feasible to take an Australian dog to the UK. So uh, just, just for example, so our listeners know, if I was to take Captain Dynamite to the UK and he was going over 700, maybe 750 yards, what would the prize money be like? What, what are we talking here? Are we getting the same as the... Sandown Cup? Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's, that it's fantasy land, the, the, the money in Australia compared to the UK and Ireland. If we uh, wanted to race Captain Dynamite here over that kind of distance, you'd be looking at maybe five or £10,000, which is around about 20000 Australian dollars. That would be maximum. Um, and then obviously we have our English Derby, which is over 500 metres. That wouldn't suit him. That's top prize around £100,000. But the, the prize money in the UK is, is uh, you know, well, it's, it's, I always say the, the Australian prize money is 10 times better than the UK. It's just fantasy land compared to compared to what we've got. Yes, yeah, so we're not going to see him in the St. Leisure anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. We might see some of his pups, but definitely not him. Yeah, one thing I wanted to ask you, David, was racing such a uh, part of the tapestry of, of UK um, culture and Australian culture and it seems like the the two jurisdictions have just one's got it um, extremely right and the other one's starting to get it a little bit horribly wrong how how have things got so bad in the UK with prize money not just across greyhounds but even gallops don't race for anywhere near as much as what we do here yet they've got a rich history of prestige and there's groups like yourselves that are getting involved in Australian greyhounds I think I think it is a, should be a great concern of the of the, the you know the, the GBGB in the UK now. I think they really need to be looking at what the what you are doing in Australia. I mean, just touching on the funding, the the main thing you've got in Australia really is the funding program and how you know you have the horse race and all all looped into one, and and the funding goes back into the sport. Over in the UK, there's only a little bit of funding that goes back into the sport and. Um, the, the owners now, especially with the lockdown and stuff and COVID and seeing Captain Dynamite, it really has gathered uh, momentum over here and people are taking a lot more interest in Australia and Australian greyhounds and the prize money. David, have you ever 
got on the jet yourself and headed over to Australia and maybe sat on Bondi Beach for a while to just tan <laughs> yourself and then head down to the great leafy Sandown Park in Melbourne and watch a race on a Thursday night. Have you ever been down here? No, but we, we, we had planned. Um, we did say that if Captain Dynamite got to a Group 1 final, whatever happened, we would just jump on a plane and come over. But obviously with coronavirus, we, we, we thought, you know, if you get to the Sandown Cup final, we're not going to get to see it. But we do plan on coming over maybe uh, the end of the year if possible or maybe start next year. Uh, Billy Conley always said that when he came down to Australia, he spent two weeks going from blue to white and then he got sunburnt. So maybe that'll be the case for you and your <laughs> UK mates, David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, David, you did mention you had a couple of other dogs aside from Captain Dynamite. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about how they're going? Oh, here's Shagger, always with the <laughs> angle, wants the early angle. Yeah. Good. Well, we've got, uh, we've got a dog called One Night Only. He, uh, he's running at Sandal Park at the moment. Um, he looks to be a potential nice stayer for us. He's picked up a couple of wins at uh, the Meadows and Sandal Park, and he's coming on slowly, and he's, he's a nice dog to follow. Uh, we've got a he's litter sister, um, Blue Tick Fern. She's a nice bitch. She came out with season, had a run back last week, but she's picked up an injury. She'll be off now for probably a month. So she hasn't had much luck, but she's got bags of early pace, and she's a nice dog. Um, we've we've got one other Blue Tick Erin. She hasn't started out yet, but she she could be okay. We're always uh, look. We're always looking. We're always wanting to invest in nice dogs um, and and if they come along then we'll, we'll continue to invest in them exactly what my next question was going to be actually david um whether you had any lined up um so at the moment you're keeping a keen eye out for potential investments with uh, the, the litters and do you closely follow as litters are bred yeah yeah i mean obviously we've got a great relationship with guys at samuel park and we've, you know fantastic with kel greeno kel greeno is a brilliant, brilliant person to know. He's, he's been a fantastic trainer for us, and uh, he's always saying, "If I see anything or hear anything that I think would would interest you, he, he got us involved in Captain Dynamite." He said, "You know, I'll give you a I'll give you a shout." But obviously, he knows uh, he knows where our standard is now. It's Captain Dynamite all the way. <laughs> not a bad standard to have, David. If you could choose any dog in Australia that's not currently yours, who would you who would you choose to be out of race? Houdini boy, and you've probably never heard of it, or you might have just heard of it because he uh, he ran yesterday for for Cal, finished second. He's uh, he's out of a, a little sister to Captain Dynamite Dam. Um, he's definitely a dog to follow. Um, and uh, I've I've spoke to Cal, the, the the dog we couldn't buy, but I suppose in uh, in terms of Group One dogs. Um, the the dog that I would want to buy is probably Hooked on Scotch. I think Hooked on Scotch is the uh, is the fastest ground in the world. Yeah, uh, David, I, I'm sure you've listened. I'm sure you've listened to uh, all of our 95 previous shows before you got on with us today. I no doubt you're an avid listener. You've been listening from day one. We have a segment called Boom Dog. Would you would you say that Houdini Boy is a Boom Dog? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, as I say, it's. Uh, you, we take a more of an interest now. We're following the dogs in Australia, but yeah, I mean, we, we your whiskey rides hooked on scotches, but hooked on scotch for me is just uh, it's just it's different gravy. Love it, Dave. Sensitive of of time, mate. It's it's nearing one o'clock in the morning over there, so we're forever grateful for your your time here on the Non Chasers. We do play a little game with our uh, with our guests at the end of a of a phone call, and normally it's called Know Your Tracks. So I'm not going to go too hard on you here. 
um, because we ask people, give them trap distances and see if they know the tracks around Victoria. I don't don't think you'll know all your, the country uh, Victorian tracks. So I'm going to change the name of the game to know your track records at Sandown. Now, I'm going to give you two track records okay. and then you need to tell me which one is the correct track record. So for 515 metres, is the track record 28.951 or 28.957? I'm going to say 28.951. Ding, ding, ding. He gets it, 515. <laughs> 17th of March, 2016, unlawful entry. 595 metres is the track record. 33.612 or 33.630? 33.630. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, but, what, what was, your, what was, the, first, what was yeah. the first question you asked? Did you say unlawful entry? Yeah, nah, you got some nah, old records nah, there, Patty. Old record. No, nah, hooked on Scotch, broke that. Oh, the heat of the, heat of the well, last year. I have a word. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a little bone to pick with the Sandown Park website. There. You surely <laughs> can update yeah, your well, track oh, records. You need, to, you need to get onto um, the fast track. Um, well, the international buyers advocate Mick Floyd <laughs> and tell him that his records are wrong. This is the official Sandown Park website, and they can't update their track records. Oh, well, anyway, come on, Mick, get off your ass, mate. Do some work. We're going by the official Sandown Park website. Seven hundred and fifty. 15 metres, the last. Can you go a clean sweep here, Davey Mitchell, all the way from London? 715 metres by Miata in 2012 is the track record 41.170 or 41.184? That's not even the record. That was broken by his tears. This is a stitch up. This is what, this is the how how difficult have you made this quiz? Mate. You're actually asking the bloke who held the record before the current record. Well, uh, as I said to you, Sandown Park, you got to you got to in, in the in the game of bookmaking, you got to adjudicate the correct score against something, and the correct score for this game is against the official Sandown Greyhound website, and so well, the writing's you, on the wall for them. I tell you what, um, Sandown Parks had a change in CEO, and therefore Mick Floyd's had a change in boss and I, I think Mick Floyd's asleep at the wheel if I was doing his p- performance evaluation at the moment I don't think you'd be getting good marks we, we might have something and David just one last thing so um, if, if you're a guy like me sitting at home who just hasn't got a good, good eye for a dog and doesn't know how to get involved in the game how, how would I contact someone like yourself to uh, get involved in ownership all of it's on Twitter these days, you know. Most of, most of uh, the communication we see through Twitter, or, or you know, and, and then people come through there after seeing the videos and, and footage. So, I mean, they can contact me. Uh, my Twitter is at uh, David J Mitch, or they can look at the Blue Tick Racing, which is at Blue Tick Racing on Twitter. Love it, mate. Really, really appreciate it. You've been a great guest. Uh, we'll. We'll get your details and we'll flick you over a sports bet cap. That's a, that seems to be the going rate for, <laughs> for a little appearance on the non-chasers. So. Don't hold your breath for that, David. <laughs> be good stuff. No, Dave, <laughs> David Mitchell, we appreciate it, mate. Thanks for coming on the non-chasers today. Cheers, Dave. Thanks, Thanks David. David. Thanks very much. Appreciate it, guys. Take care. Cheers. There we have it, boys. Davey Mitchell all the way from London. Fantastic. We'll have a break. We'll be back with more non-chasers after the breather. <laughs> We're forth, back for more non-chasers here. Sports bet non chases on SEN track now. We've sprouted our wings and uh, we've been allowed to gallop wherever we so wish. Oh, Gunner, don't we? 
Haven't what? <laughs> Sorry, I was not paying attention. <laughs> what was that's, that? English? That's got to be one of the, the weirdest comebacks from an ad break <laughs> of all time. But we're going to stick with it because we're the fast and loose. The show. We're fast and loose on this show, baby. Um, Gunner. Yes, Matty, I'm listening this time. I'm talking to you, but I'm actually going to direct my question at Kenny because it's time for you to shine Ken Wado. Of course, non-chasers, we squeeze in a little bit of race analysis and our expert traders who know what they're talking about uh, get their chance to run us through some of the races they've been looking at all week. Cannington WA Derby is the big one that uh, crossed your desk uh, this week, Kenny. Uh, the favourite, number three, catch the feet, $2.90. Number six, Tom at Shelby, $3.51 ever so well last week. What's your take on the Britain's formal wear, Cannington WA Derby? It's not why, don't, why don't you say the crisp, cool air of Cannington? That, used, crisp, that cool, used to be your line. The crisp, cool air of Cannington. Well, there it is. I just said it. Patent pending. Patent pending. Sorry, Kenny. What do you got for us, Ken? <laughs> Um, so my opinion on the WA Derby is I haven't got a clue. Cross. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. I've teed you up there. Like remember the softball tees where you used to put the ball on there and you could hit it as far yeah, as you tee ball. The tee ball. It's easy. Perfect for an athlete like you. Easy as all hell to belt it out of the park. I've done that to him and he still up and said <laughs> I have no idea. Kenny, um, what? This is a top race. I think. Um, Everybody has their eyes in Vic all the time. This this is a really good race tomorrow night. Um, in box ones, uh, Fernando Starr, he's he's in good form. He came second last week. Before that, he was doing serious runs around Mandura. Box two is Buster the Brute, who absolutely flies out early. Box three is the Vic Star catch the thief. He's at the front end of the market for the Melbourne Cup. Um, I think he was lucky last week. He, he usually bombs out. He didn't actually break the best, but there was a bit of trouble on his outside at the bend. And he just nipped up there. So I just, I'd be weary of putting my money on him this week in case he misses it again because, like, there's massive early pace on both sides here. Um, and with the early pace in box two, there's a chance he might hold him up anyway if he does come away. And then, like I said, there's a lot of pace on the outside. So what happens in these kind of races when there's just so much early pace? I'm in box one. If two leads up to three, there might be trouble at the bend. They'll hold up everything else on the outside. And Fernando Starr is looking like a good value play in box one. He's uh, pretty much safe each way bet as well. So you're jumping off Tommy Shelby. I I love that dog. He's he's as game as anything. Never missed a drum. He's back to top form. I'm just I'm not sure where he sits going into the bend this race because there's so much early pace on the inside. Um, this is his toughest race, and I just don't know if he's going to hit the front of the bend, and I don't think he'll win if he's not in front. Could he be one of those dogs that could be uh, come unstuck with all these early dogs with a bit of speed on the inside just... Bumper carrying him out of the way. He definitely needs room. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Like, if he wins this race, then take him straight to the... I was saying, like, about all the quality in WA, but it's take him straight to Vic for the, the big shows at like the end it. of the year. The Shelby. The pin-up. The pin-up pooch. Um, so, final tip. Tough one, but who you, who you like in the, in the uh, derby? Going to go small each way play on Fernando Starr. Like it. In the red. The red dog. What else you got for us at Cannington in the cool, crispy air of Cannington? Great Western Australia. I'll just Saturday quickly night. skim through the card. I like box one as well in the first race. Um, it's a good 600 race. He did, a, he did a massive run home last week from a 520. And if he can stay out that trip doing those kind of runs, then he's well drawn here. And I think he'll be a decent price as well. Race three, we're going all out in the cherries. Uh, Fleck Manelli is your odds-on favorite in six. I don't like him when he's not drawn box one. The 600 boxes at Cannington, they're kind of awkward for anyone that wants on the reel. Um, Snallygaster has the real good early pace on his outside as well and Dana Dean so they might hold up this favourite and 
a bit of value in Snellgaster as well. Snellgaster. What a name. How good is that? <laughs> and then in race, it's going to be my final tip. Amarillo Highway is an Orvik dog. Um, he's a short price, but I think he just absolutely smashes up in that race. Just wins. All about the cherry. Did you see last night uh, at... Was Angle Park? Angle, Angle Park. Park. The eight dog won 10 of the races. Yeah, there was a fair string going there at one stage. <laughs> 10, yeah. and I think they won the first eight in the card. Yep. The eight dog. Yep. Pink dog. Yeah, I think the, the other two were second. Unbelievable. Um, well done. If you, if you was, there, was there a bit of that heavy rain at the track holding up the inside, or what was happening? Oh, I must have last night. <laughs> Rhino Rosper would have been all over the uh, the bias on that one. But yeah, remarkable, if, uh, if you found a few eight dogs yesterday in Angle Park. Yeah, for those for those that know their um their race callers, if uh, Paul Dogsy Dolan was calling that card, he'd probably say something like, "Oh, um, there hasn't been ten winners in a row from Box Eight except for that one time where there was." <laughs> <laughs> it used to be the king of those sorts of calls. I think, it, I think it was eight, was it? Eight on the trot. Well, that's that's right, that's, yeah. that's Shagger. No, sort seven of, on the trot. Well, that's Shagger. Shagger's just squeezed in his seven on the trot with the tips. He just yep. sort of crowbarred that in because yeah, <laughs> he, he knows what he's talking about. Shagger, what have you got for us on Saturday? So race one at the Meadows. Uh, in fact, races one and two. We've got a uh, promotion on those mm. two races for Saturday night. So we've got fifty up to fifty dollars back in bonus bets if yep. your dog runs second or third. I like to call it the safety net. Yeah, that's good. Because you know what? Even if a dog is scratched and only seven or six or seven dogs race, you still you still you still have the safety net. You do great. The safety net. You rebadge that. Yeah. I've got one to have a little bit of a a stab at there. Um, I'll get to that in a moment though. Um, Oh, little teaser. Absolutely. He has to do that, babe, because he's <laughs> the most listened to person. He is. He's oh, teasing oh. his own segments. <laughs> Shag has gone next level. It's a show within a show. <laughs> but look, in, in, in this race, I think the eight, uh, Colin the Beast, will uh, potentially lead that race. Um, he's drawn off the track. Uh, he will want to move across, but I think he can do that with his early pace. Nothing wrong with the eight rug, mate. We've established that. Oh, and uh, the, right. another segment within a segment. Stay tuned for that a little later on from me. Oh, dear. What about race two? The one Very you have a stab at. Um, no, no. So, so in, in that race, I was just going to say that, that that's one I think will win, but... I was going to suggest a same race multi for that oh, one. Here we go. Yeah, in this in this race, I thought pot- potentially a, a nice same race multi might be to have the eight for top two again, just in case it just doesn't you know has a little bit of trouble getting across to the lead early. And number three to finish top four, Mapunga Felix. It's a it, it pretty handy little dog as well. And the one to have a little bit of a stab at at, at some sort of odds is Mapunga Missile in box six. Uh, it, I think, has the potential to run as good a time as anything in this race, but it is just a little bit questionable early on. But look for it to be absolutely rocketing home. So if it doesn't quite get the run and, and able to win, the six is a very, very good chance to run on and, and maybe just get you that bonus bet back if if it misses out. So your same race, are you going... Same race. Kalinda Beast to come top two. Yes. Then you're going Mapunga Felix to run four. top four. Yep. And that's and, it. And you're not going to squeeze in... Uh, Mapunga well, missile. Well, you, you, you could you could throw in Mapunga <laughs> missile as a, a as a top four as yeah, well. Like, where we want some we want some meat on the bone, mate. Yeah, Shame. put a bit more meat on the bone. Right, well, let's look ahead futures market to the Sandown Cup. 
Sandown Cup. What's yeah, the so tagline for the Sandown Cup? The richest race, richest staying race in the, in the southern the world. hemisphere. In the world, yep. of course. Well, Australia's leaps and bounds ahead of the rest when it comes yep. to prize money. We've established that. Yeah, they race for a bag of chips over in the UK. Mm. Bag of so Watsits. Crisps. You ever had Watsits? No. Nah. Yeah, British chip. What, Shout out what, to anyone out there who likes what you like. What you'd like, yeah, Watsits. Yeah, yeah Kenny. Look at that. He almost chewed my ear off. He almost chewed my ear off. He's looking at you like you got Watsits out the back, do you? Kenny's going to be sniffing around your desk. Futures market. Off the back of last night's uh, heats for the Sandown Cup, please, Ken. Check us. Check. We we had uh, yeah a few pretty impressive runs there and a f- and a few surprise beats actually. Uh, who was the H- most impressive and who was the biggest surprise beat? I really like Rockstar Beef last night. He I, he's improving all the time. Rhino's dog. Mm. I like Rockstar Beef. <laughs> Likewise, Rockstar Beef um, impressed me, but Blazing Cartier I thought was really impressive. Um, and the biggest beat for the night, Mr. Hollywood off the red, was really heavily fancied and got rolled. Uh, Blazing Cartier was just super impressive, just applied the pressure all the way through. He took a bump from uh, uh, Mr. Hollywood and just rode it and kept going and, and won like an absolute champion. It was a, a really impressive run. But uh, in terms of how they've drawn for the final, I'll have to go with Rockstar Beaver as my top pick. Um, he's got the gun draw. If he leads, he wins. Uh, outside, worth mentioning... True Detective in box seven. If he he will need to lead to win, I, I think if Rockstar Beave or Blazing Cartier were sitting uh, near him, uh, coming off the back straight, they'll catch him before the line. Um, just terms returning to some sort of form, but I don't know if he's quite where he was a few months ago. So, yeah, going for Rockstar Beave to win that one. Uh, True Detective and Blazing Cartier. Uh, definitely good place chances and also worth mentioning He Shall Power who was really impressive first up over the 700 very good analysis Shagster um, Saturday morning Greyhounds they got Shepparton tomorrow morning yes. the third week of a trial yeah so race nine tomorrow morning at Shep thought that uh, number six Dusty Express might go quite well there uh, he split well in a satisfactory trial recently, broke the 22 seconds. I think the seven will keep off the track and just give him a little nice run early and, and he gets the job done there. Um, but, but also wanted to touch on, speaking of Shepard and some sad news, um, which is the passing of Tony McGrath. Um, so a club legend uh, has been inducted into the Hall of Fame, I think back in 2013, GRV Hall of Fame for his contributions to the sport, um, particularly in breeding. Uh, His wife, Sandra, uh, has done a power of work at the club over the years, as well as Tony, of course. And his son, Carl, is actually the current club manager. So just wanted to send out my condolences to the family. Um, As I said, they've done a power of work for greyhound racing in Shepparton, but even beyond that... Uh, we, we, my family actually bought a couple of um, pups from the McGraths uh, just a few years back as well out of their very uh, good brood bitch, Proven Lily. And uh, yeah, we had a, had a great deal of fun racing, um, racing those dogs. And yeah, it's, they've been wonderful for the sport. And yeah, I just wanted to send out my heartfelt uh, condolences to them. Well said, Shagger. We're going to take a breather. Back for the final stanza of the non-chasers after the short break. Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN track. And it's my favourite part of the day. Dog food. Oh, chum is so chumpy. 
Brought to you by Chum Dog Food. So good, <laughs> so tasty, great little stinger. Uh, dog Food, you know how it works, gentlemen. Um, the theme today, after speaking to David Mitchell, is England. So this is either a dog or an English-related term. All right, can I get you to test your buzzer, please, Andrew Gunner? Gunner, Gunner. Kenny. Kenny. Shagger. Shagger. Oh, look at that. They go no. straight and simple. Kenny didn't today. go anything topical this week. Well, last he didn't. Week. He, he went, went with Shelby. Tommy Shelby last week and it gave it the uh, the added thrust that Tommy Shelby needed around the racetrack. Let's get stuck into it. Dog food. Music there in the back, man. Nice little touch just to get the ambiance here ready to go. Question one. Shagger's out of his seat for this. England's Rose. Gunner, Gunner. Uh, dog. Yeah, it's a dog. Yes. Nineteen ninety-six, England's rose. Question two: Warm beer. Gonna gonna. Uh, English English term. Absolutely not. It's a dog. <laughs> Two thousand and eighteen. Is this dog is racing around in Australia? So eggs on your face, mate. You go back to zero. Fair enough. That's the way dog food works. You lose a point if you get the uh, answer wrong. Question three: Tea and scones. Gonna Shall gonna. Gonna. English term. Correct. Yes. Back to one. Not to be mistaken with tea and toast, which is a greyhound. <laughs> tea and scones. <laughs> tea and toast. Tea and scones is not a greyhound. Gunner is on one. Can you guys lift over here, please? And have a little stab. It's a 50-50 question. Question four. Heathrow. Shagger. English. No. What? <laughs> oh. yes. It is also the name of England's major airport, but it is not a dog. Oh, sorry, it is a dog. 1986. Heathrow <laughs> raced around in Australia. So, Shaggy, you know it, to go? we got one to go. So you Excellent. know it, you know a little bit Shaggy, but when it comes to 1986 greyhounds, I think you need to sharpen up. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're on negative one. Gunners on one. Kenny, mate, you got to throw a caution to the wind here. I suspect you just probably just get the buzzer ready to go before the question even so gets Kenny finished. Can do something here. Oh, cheers! I question five. He's a choker. Kenny. Yep. Dog. Ding, ding, ding. And we have... Another tiebreaker. I stayed, I stayed silent there hoping that Kenny would fall on his sword and I'd win by default. Uh, okay. Tiebreaker question. Spell Heathrow. Gunner, gunner. H-E-A-T-H-R-O-W. <laughs> Gunner wins Educated dog Well done Gunner You've won Dog food Show yes. me the money Here comes the money Here we go Money talks Here comes the money Money You would have been singing that quite a lot in the uh, Shagger lounge room last weekend, wouldn't you, mate? Oh, the missus had had enough of the song by the end of the weekend. He gets, he goes, hey, Alexa, play Show Me The Money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, What do you got for us? Kenny, start start with us. Of course, if you're new to the non-chase, this is our best. This is our best of the week. Um, This is the ones we're most confident of anywhere around the traps. Kenny, what do you got for us? Yeah, this isn't what I mentioned earlier because I was waiting for Show show, show Me The Money. Oh, like Um, that confidence level. Five out of five. Black signatures in race seven at Cannington out of box two. Um, Zach Minnelli's in box eight, who's the fastest dog in this race, but he ran a funny race from box eight last week, so I couldn't have him. Um, but he's pumping value into black signature because he's such a good dog. So 320 black signature. Like it, 320. Kenny, I'm in <laughs> uh, Race 10 at the Meadows. Number six, Aston Stealth. 
So I th- can show a lot of good early pace. Uh, the final part of the uh, trip might be a little bit questionable for him, uh, particularly if the eight's getting a clear run. But yeah, Ass and Stealth, dollar thirty. I can place. hear Glenn around celebrating from here with when he knows Shag is on it. Yeah. It's going to be winning. Uh, I'm going to race five at the Meadows. Jason Thompson, uh, lovely man down there in the uh, Pier Style, is it called? Yes, Pierstar. Pierstar, we've been there, Gunner. You let us in. A little peek behind the curtain of what it's like. Anyway, that's not what this segment's about. Number four, Fire Legend. $2.50 you can currently get. Got the early speed. I like a blue rug. A little bit more than I like a yellow rug at the moment. So number four, Fire Legend for me. Race five at the Meadows. Gunner, wrap us up. Uh, race one at the Meadows for me tomorrow night. Dog that we've already touched on from box eight, uh, Kalinda Beast. I think the dog in box seven will step a little bit left. Uh, there's no speed in this race uh, whatsoever early on, and I think uh, Kalinda Beast will hit the hit the lead very early on, uh, stay nice and high, and uh, go home to salute. Is it Kalinda Beast or Kalinda Beast? Kalinda Beast, Kalinda Beast. I don't know. Well, you say Colin. Don't know. Colin <laughs> Da Beast. Yeah, <laughs> ripping stuff. <laughs> um, you asked. <laughs> Uh, show me the money three quarter multi a fan favourite because you only need three legs to be paid out as a winner that's right juicy McJuice juice uh, my leg I'm sticking with uh, Fire Legend thirty to play so show me the money I think it will win but for, for the three quarter multi only need it to place at thirty. Gunnar what, have you, what are you slapping in the multi yeah wash rinse and repeat uh, colander oh. kalinda potato potato uh, just to place $1.35. Shagger. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Aston Stealth, who I actually mentioned the place price of when, when I was tipping it as, as a winner. Um, but yeah, it's at the $1.30 a place for, for our uh, non-chasers multi. Very good. So right now, that multi probably paying around $2.20. Can we give it a little bit more value, Kenny? We're going back to the races I didn't have a clue about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it might not matter. It might not matter. Because the, this the, is a place best. It changes things up. Okay. A bit. We're not going for the winner here. He didn't have a clue about the win, but he's certain <laughs> about the placing. And that's where the differentiation is important. I mentioned there there's a lot of early pace in this race. Red Cap Manelli's a bit slower away, but he flies home. I mentioned there's a chance of a bit of trouble. There's a lot of early pace inside, so if he can get on that reel, he'll definitely get a place. And he's currently 230. To place. Yep. Which race? Uh, Risk for Cannington, WA Race Darby. for Cannington. Red Cap Manelli, box four. Okay, 230 to play. So that spits out around the $5.20, but because you only need three legs, four bucks? We'll make it four. Yep. Four bucks, $50 <laughs> max bet. Gonna reluctantly says four bucks there. <laughs> you own, yeah, well, he wanted, he, little, between you and me, listen, I got he, an wanted answer to to this. he wanted to say $2.50. I said, <laughs> <laughs> bad chance. $4 you can get. So the true price, if the three easy legs get up, probably about $2.20. So we're giving you almost double the value. Sensational Robert's value. your father's daughter, brother, as they say. Bob's your uncle. It's a little bit of a Shane slang there, Kenny. Uh, that's it, boys. Non-chasers. Another one down. Like, listen, subscribe. If you're a loyal listener, you do get it a little bit earlier than it does air on uh, SEN Track at 10 p.m. on Fridays. Uh, but get involved on the social. You see anything funny on the, in the Greyhound world or a little tidbit, slide in to at sportsbet.com.au. We always like to see what everyone's up to and uh, we can have a bit of a yak. It's been a pleasure. Always a pleasure, never a chore. The one most important thing, though, you are going to have a little crack on the dishes, whether it be at the cool, crispy air of Cannington <laughs> or the Meadows, or if you're a bull eye, 
Grahan family. As long as you're doing it responsibly, that is all that matters. Thanks again, gentlemen, and thank you, listeners. Who wrote? Bye-bye. Cheers.